This is another Poets at War General Report. And here's your general, Joshua David Ling. What's good, everybody? Guess what? We're finally getting to it! We're finally getting to the princesses! Because this was something that uh, was requested by a bunch of people and something that I really wanted to get into in depth. Uh, we're going to start with Snow White, but before we do, make sure you're sharing these uh, talks that I'm giving, the interviews that I'm having with other Christian artists here on this very podcast, Poets at War, and also the stories that I'm posting through Poetry Bricks every day. You should definitely check those out. Every day but Sunday, we're putting out a new Poetry Brick. That's a single little poem that is part of a greater whole. And so the idea is that I'm doing some works of some other people, some works of myself, uh, and, you know, retelling some things like uh, some of these. I will hopefully eventually get to Snow White in a good rhyming retelling that gets at the heart of what we know about Snow White and what the Christian center of this whole story really is. Now, Snow White's been around a very, very long time. It comes to us from the German uh, regions of the world. Uh, it's one that was retold famously by the Brothers Grimm and a few others. But I think a lot of people don't realize the importance and the depth that is in it, like most of these princesses, most of these stories. And we're going to get to the original story. But I also want to touch on Disney's because it was so revolutionary in changing the industry and bringing animation to feature length, which is insane given the uh, amount of technology that they had in the day um, back right before the Depression, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so let's dive into it. Uh, we've got Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Most people know the story. You may know there are a few variations in the earlier tale. There's some darker elements, especially when it comes to the woodsman, the huntsman, whatever you want to call him, uh, and the heart of a pig, even though they deal with it in Disney's version, and they're a lot more uh, upfront about the darker elements back in the day. One moment. Hmm. Coffee. I actually have a bunch of these to record today because I'm going to be going to the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference. But uh, getting back to the story, I think the main thing that, um, and, and I don't have a whole lot about Snow White as compared to some of the other princesses, I'll definitely have more. But one of the big things I think not a lot of people notice and I couldn't find it right off the top, but I have read uh, and heard some uh, people who worked on Snow White um, in interviews talking about specifically how the ending of uh, the animated Snow White and the Seven Dwarves um, was meant to reflect, in many cases, uh, Christ coming and taking his bride away to heaven. That's one of the reasons why there are so many clouds and things going on in the design of the prince's castle. Um, now, some people would immediately go, oh my gosh, that's really dark. She died. And yeah, you can take it that way. And you can take it the literal way that we see on the screen. <laughs> I think they're both perfectly valid. And, and in some cases, you know, to me, you can see that there's there's a an allegory of what's happening, right? And it's not so much important what's happening right in front of you in the story, but what it points to. Right. Um, so Christ is the head of the church, the husband 
of the church. He uh, constantly makes references, uh, and so does all of scripture, to the, the church being his bride. Now, when I say church, I mean church universal. Um, the church of all believing Christians everywhere who really truly believe, who are saved in their hearts and regenerated by the Holy Spirit. And so Christ comes in the darkest moments when his bride has died, essentially. Not actually died in the earth, not anything like that, not like literally everyone dies. But in the sense that in the darkest hours, Christ comes and he takes his church home. And this happens over and over and over again throughout all of history. This is a reflection of what we talk about dying and going to heaven. And, uh, you know, Christ, he died and eventually went to heaven. He had the, the, the ascension, but he also had things to finish up here on earth when he came back physically in real form. And he is physically seated, seated at the right hand of the father. And so I think what we can learn mostly from Snow White, um, particularly her story, uh, not delving too deeply into the dwarves or anything, and the dwarves are less of a, of a particular in the uh, original tales, um, is that she has horrible, horrible, horrible things happen to her. And this is a constant that we see through almost all fairy tales. It's, it's, it's something that a lot of people rag on fairy tales for. Is this idea that the characters are passive, particularly the females, because we want the females to be dominating everything, right? That's ridiculous. And so the point is that, yes, she's passive because the world is so incredibly evil. Not just the, the woman. You know, we see glimmers of hope when the huntsman having a change of heart. Uh, but... The whole world is essentially out to get Snow White, and she has to make her own way through it as best as she can with a cheerful heart. And in the end, what is she rewarded with? Not for her works, but for being who she was created to be, for being regenerate, if I dare say. She is given the king, the prince, who comes and saves her and takes her away to her new home. And uh, a lot of people make a lot to do with that and like, oh, I never return kind of a thing. But we actually will return to see our dwarves and friends in the new heavens and the new earth when all is remade, when we have physical bodies again in the final resurrection. So uh, with all that being said, I think I, I covered most of what I wanted to cover for Snow White. Um, please check out joshuadavidling.com. There's lots of places where you can come and subscribe. I'm really liking Clapper lately for um, my my Poetry Bricks situation. I've got almost a thousand followers on there, and I'd love for you to join me on there. It's It's been really fun, and it's a fun alternative to TikTok if you're not as into TikTok. So with all that said, uh, be your family's bard. Do not turn to the right or to the left, and the Lord will be with you wherever you go. See you next time in the trenches on Poets at War. God of song